You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host, a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagosi Fawole. Hello there. Look at you. You came back for another episode of the podcast. Amazing. Okay. You're probably wondering, okay, Chiagosi, seriously, how can I find a good deal in this market? If that's you, sit down, high five, let's hang out for a second because I am going to be sharing with you how we are finding and scoring great deals in this market, okay? By the way, if we have not met, hey, hey, I'm Chia Gazier Fawale. I'm a pediatric anesthesiologist based in the Syracuse, New York area who love to chat about real estate. And I also help other physicians get started investing in cash-flowing rental properties, particularly short-term rentals, as this is the Short-Term Revolution podcast. So welcome, welcome, grab a seat, grab a pen, because this is going to be good. Okay, so a couple of months ago, when the market was like really hot and raging, people were like, oh my goodness, I don't want to invest in short in, in, in like anything right now because like I can't even find a great deal. I can't even find anything good right now. And then when the interest rates went up and you know things kind of started slowing down a little bit, we're like, oh my goodness, is it gonna crash? Is it gonna crash? Is the market gonna crash? And I'm like, seriously, guys, seriously, guys, this was the market you were waiting for to cool off when it was hot. Okay, can we at least establish that right now? <laughs> so for the first question, when people ask, okay, so check it, is now a good time to invest in real estate or short-term rental? I say, heck yeah. A couple of months ago, it was too hot. Now it's cooled down a little bit. You better be, you better be investing. But the question is, how can you find a great deal in this market? And the real hidden question is, how can I know that it's a good deal and that in a couple of months it wouldn't crash? Okay, I'm going to answer the second question. You can't know what's going to happen in a couple of months, but you can tailor what is today to make sure that whatever happens in a couple of months, you'll be good. Sound good? Sound good? I'll say that again. You may not know what's going to happen in a couple of months, but you can work your deals today so that whatever happens in a couple of months, you'll be all right. <laughs> if we can agree that that's okay, then high five, high five. Let's go on this journey, okay? Okay, so first thing you must know is that good deals are not found, they are created. You argue with me, you're like, well, check, I said my uncle's sister's brother's friend, you know, found this crazy deal. It was such a good deal. No, I say good deals are not found, they are created. Because what could be a good deal to you may be a crazy crappy deal for somebody else. So there is no such thing as something that just I'm I'm sitting out there just like, I'm a good deal, take me. No, good deals are dependent on number one the buyer. Okay. Because if somebody buys a property, for example, that requires them to put in $200 every month to sustain that property. Some of you will say, oh my gosh, that's a horrible deal. Yikes. I wouldn't even touch that with the 10 foot pole. That is such a horrible deal. It does not cash flow. It's a bad deal. Right. 
What if I told you that the person paid $200 a month for 12 months and then sold it for $300,000 more than they bought it? Is that now a good deal or a bad deal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those of you that judge this person are probably like, mm, okay, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean when I say good deals are not found, they are created. Okay, so if that just maybe took you down a couple of notches from your anxiety, I hope that helped you a little bit because you then have to decide on what your goals are from the start. Okay, now that's it. I do know what you mean when you say they're looking for a good deal. Let's say you have defined your goals and you've now finally decided, okay, this is exactly this. This is what I'm looking for. There are a couple of steps that I will give you to help you now find what that good deal is to you. So, quick story at about this time last year and. This, I'm currently recording this in, in November 2022, so I'm not sure when you're listening, but hey, hey, I got you. But about this time last year, I was like, you know what? I think I want to buy a lake house. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I want to buy a lake house. So I started searching and I had seen a bunch of properties. Like I would look at properties, I'll, I'll go visit them. The numbers will make sense. And I was like, oh, okay, this may not be a bad idea. But I was seeing them for like roughly like, say like 550000 in our area. That's, that's not a bad price. <laughs> okay. And then one night I was up in the middle of the night and I was thumbing through Zillow because, you know, that's my leisure. And I saw this house and I was like, wait, I haven't seen this house. This house is new. Like, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. It's like so neatly done. Professional, modern, beautiful, bright, airy, in front of a lake. It's a lake house. And they were asking $3.99. I'm like, what? How? Where? What? How? Like, everything else here around here is like $5.50. Like, how in the world is this place $3.99? And it looks so good. What? So I emailed my realtor. And that day we saw the property. That day we made an offer. In three, three or four days, our offer was accepted and it's now ours, okay? But what I just showed you there was basically the anatomy of a good deal. Number one, I already knew what I was looking for. Number two, I had a defined search area. I knew I wanted lakefront, so that was where I was searching. I wasn't searching in the middle of like random places in Syracuse space. I knew exactly what I wanted and that was where I was searching. So when I did that, I then knew what the going price for a property was in the area, I had visited a couple of properties to now know what the going decor or repair of the properties in that price range were, such that by the time I then saw this one that looked amazing, it was beautifully done, it was clean, it had like clean lines, a beautiful, fresh, modern look. I was like, okay, that stands out. And then the price, oh, oh, this is a winner. Okay. So you will not recognize your good deal until you have seen all the deals. All right, so step one, define what a good deal is to you, okay? And at the beginning, I will tell you, you wouldn't have an idea what it is. When you first get started trying to search for deals, you're like, I don't know, I think I want a property that is worth, you know, that goes for like, let's say, $500,000. I think I wanted to have like four bedrooms. I think I wanted to, you know, give me like, let's say 100K in revenue or something like that. It will be all fuzzy. So don't feel that until you have this so crystallized, you can't move forward. This is just step one. Step one, just kind of like have an idea of what you're looking for. 
Because as you look at properties, as you look at deals, this will become even more, this will become much clearer, okay? So number two, pick your market and define your farm area. Okay, again, at the beginning, your market may not be as crisp, but at least instead of having the entire United States as a search area, you can pick maybe one or two you know, main places that you can say, okay, you know what? I think I want to get a short-term rental by the beach. Okay, so which beach now? Let's try, I don't know, Panama City Beach, for example. Or, yeah, you could probably try like that whole like, you know, Gulf Coast <laughs> area we have like Destin, Mirama Beach, those areas. You could probably like make that, just have like a big circle on that area and then start narrowing down. So at the first thing you would do is to pick a big market. The second thing is then to now kind of like define your farm area. You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chiagozi Fawole. And what do I mean by your farm area? That, for example, is me saying, I want to invest in upstate New York. Okay, that's a big old market. That includes Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany. <laughs> goes all the way to the Adirondacks, right? Like that's just broad. But I'm like, no, but my but my farm area is going to be these areas around these main landmarks, okay? So when you define your farm area, you can either go on Zillow and draw a physical circle around it because um, Zillow lets you do that. That is what I recommend for those who are getting started. But if, you're, if you've done this for a while and you know you can do it mentally, then you just basically draw a circle in your head such that it doesn't matter what else is happening in the non-circled areas, you can focus on that area for your search. Why is this important? Because the next step is that you're going to be searching daily. Now, when I say search daily, some of you just got some tachycardia thinking, I don't have time. I can't search daily. It's going to take me a whole hour to search for property. If I do it daily, I don't have time. Nope. My searches take less than five minutes. When I'm searching, it's probably like, unless I get into like my leisure mode, like my just like quick scan, quick screen mode, like I can even do it right now. I'm picking up my phone. If you're watching this and this video, you probably see me with my phone in my hand and I'm going on Zillow right now and I'm opening up my normal search area. And I'll literally just like, you use my fingers, I'll, I'll kind of close the screen a little bit, open it back up and just scan, scan the area and see if anything new has come up. Okay. Now here's the, here's the key. When you do this every day and you actually click on the listings and look at them and analyze them to see if they're actually like what you want, the next time you come back, those listings will be grayed out so you don't have to look at them again, okay? Now, in sometimes they will actually, like if they drop the price or something of the listing that you've looked at, then it'll, it'll still be there. So you can still look at the ones you've seen before just to see if they've been updated. But for the most part, when you do this every day, it can literally take you three minutes just to screen. But by the way, I put on my phone, okay? I checked, there's nothing new, I closed it while, while I was talking right now. Okay, so that's it. When you have a defined search area, you can do this in like three minutes once you get good at it. You can do this in the, like I was literally just talking here right now. I picked up my phone, I checked, I didn't see anything. I closed it, I put, I put the phone down, that's it. That's it for now. I can do the same thing at 8 p.m. tonight, I mean, I don't like set a timer or anything. I just, I do this as, as like leisure, okay? But you can literally make it fun. On our territory group, we play this as a game sometimes. I'm like, hey guys, who can find me a property that was listed in the last X hours? And I give them a, you know, I basically challenge them. 
I find something and I'm like, top this, right? So when you search daily and you search often, you'll be able to keep tabs of what is in your market. You will see when properties get listed. You'll see when the prices change. You'll see. So recently, there's a property that I was tracking. I wasn't really tracking. I saw it like back when it was first listed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't really, yeah, wasn't too, I wasn't too excited. But then I realized it has sat there, it had sat there, and it has sat there. And this is 10 minutes from our existing structure rental. I said it was sitting there and I was like, this thing has been there now for a minute. So like I, I don't know if you've heard me say this, but I like either fresh listings or stale listings. Like I like a property when it's when it literally first come first comes on the market, because I'm first at it. Or I let it sit for a good two months, at which, you know, two to three months plus, right? Because at that point, I can make them an offer that I want. <laughs> if your property has sat there for three months, now I can make you an offer that will work for me, okay? So I basically went to these guys and I made them an offer, a low offer. And if I did to say, they didn't kick me out of the, they didn't like shoo me away. We've actually come to an agreement. And I can tell you, it was not their asking price, okay? So it was significantly lower. Let's just say tens and tens of thousands of dollars lower, okay? So how do you find a good deal? You create it. So I just gave you a couple of tips there. Fresh listings, stale listings. Go to the stale, the stale ones. And by stale, I mean that they've been there for a while. You want to make offers that work for you. So search daily, search often. Okay, number four is have your pre-approval ready. So there's no point finding a great deal and then not being able to get it simply because you didn't have your financing stuff planned, okay? Get to your lenders, get your pre-approvals ready, depending on how you're, how, you're, how you're funding and have that ready. And then number five is visit many and make offers. That's five and six. So visit many properties, make offers. You will make low offers, so you need to make many offers because you don't know who's gonna say yes. Don't get married to any property. Don't fall in love with the property. Just make offers, make offers, make offers. And now at this point, you're probably like, okay, check this way. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're telling me to like make offers, offers with an S? Well, what if more than one person says yes? And I say, oh, congratulations. That is a great problem to have. Because then that will mean that you got two good deals at the same time, Right. Because you weren't making offers that were bad on bad deals, were you? I hope not, right? So you want it to be such that by the time you had two deals accepted or two offers accepted, you just got two, two, two great deals. In which case, it's a celebration. And here's the thing. I tell people, if you can find a good deal, you can fund it. You can fund it. And if you're thinking of, okay, I don't know how to fund a deal beyond my wallet. Okay, you need to just like hop over and come join us in Territory Mastermind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was talking about mastermind because I'm like, yeah, good things happen and my people are closing deals. Right. So how do you get there? Work with me 2021.com slash book. Work with me 2021.com slash book. Don't forget the book slash book because you'll be booking a call to speak with someone on our on our team about how to join our mastermind. Now, that said, there are ways you can fund deals. You can do partnerships, you can get lenders, you can do all kinds of things to get a deal funded if you end up with more than one in hand, okay? But if you don't make many offers, yeah, if you don't make offers routinely, you wouldn't get the good deals. That is how to find the good deals. That is how to create 
the good deals. You create good deals with a good goal and a good offer. Okay. Anyway, I hope you found this, 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 this episode helpful. I hope this at least kind of gingers you to, on to go out there, go negotiate, go make deals, go make offers. Because listen, we are currently, at the time of, 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 of the release of this episode, we should be probably within the holiday season. And if there's one thing you should know about the holiday season, it is that there are deals to be found. When everybody's out traveling and doing all these like, you know, festive things, you should be out there finding great deals. Anyway, I hope you found this episode insightful. If you liked it, do me a favor and share this on, on social media. You know, share it with your friends, share it with your colleagues. Get into our world somehow. Let's let's uh, let's get you doing your own deals. And if you're already doing the deals, then continue. Keep at it. Go make that money, friends. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.